We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 18th, 2011. And this next part of the study, we're going to be looking at um, really kind of some concerns and warnings regarding Tom Horn, Raiders News Network, Gary Stearman, David Flynn, Sir Isaac Newton. A lot of this is tied together. And um, I really kind of, I've mentioned some things about Tom Horn before, but I've, I've tried to hold off on doing this until it was so flagrantly obvious that I just can't really ignore it anymore. I have, I have had one little mini-study on this before, but I felt compelled to actually do a more complete study on this. Uh, and the Bible says, you know, to mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them. Well, there's been some things with uh, Tom Horn and Raiders News Network that I've been really concerned about for a long time. Um, starting all the way back in August 28, 2010, I wrote him a letter. He was on my email list for a long time. I wrote him and uh, Raiders News, uh, sent this to two different email addresses, and I give you the uh, actual letter here in the uh, PDF for... September 18, 2011, associated with this particular study. And it says, I, I basically say to him, Tom, I'm really confused and alarmed by a trend I am seeing in one of your recent videos and articles you're promoting. Now, since then, this trend has just exploded. And even before that, it was gaining a lot of momentum. Uh, but I, I said to him, um, you, were, you were promoting Catholics in your most recent video, promoting your new book with the Catholic priest guy speaking in Latin with the, with the Catholic crucifix. And it was this ForbiddenGate.com. He had a video associated with it. And um, I don't know if he still has that same video up, but I mean, it was flagrant. It was, it was just so flagrantly out there and obvious as though the Catholic way was the way to actually truly do spiritual battle. You know, the, you get the whole feeling of the Catholic exorcist and these types of things. And, and I'm thinking, what could be farther from the truth than that? I mean, if that's the case, why don't you just go watch The Exorcist, the movie, and, and the inept Catholic priest in that particular movie, you know? Um, but with the Catholic priest guy speaking in Latin with the Catholic crucifix, and then I see and I give him a link to his own video, and are also doing so in the articles below. Uh, some of them I'm, I'm going to requote. Some of them I've actually added to. Uh, and then I said, what's going on? Catholicism is leading millions to hell and have butchered more true Christians than any other institution of the devil since Jesus Christ died on the cross. This is a very important matter, and I need to know where you stand as I have referred a ton of listeners your way over the years, mostly for the news articles. But the problem is, is you get in there and you see the news articles, and then all of a sudden you start seeing this not-so-subtle promoting of Catholicism. Over and over and over. And it's continued, unabated. Now, as of, at the time of this writing, 9-17-10, well, I can say as, as of today's date, you know, 9-18-2011, which is a whole other year later, I've, re I received no response from Tom Horn or anyone at Raiders News Network. They don't want to address it. You know, they don't want to address it. And the thing is, is it, this just cannot be some little innocent mistake they're making at this point. It happens almost every time you get a new newsletter or you go up on the site and recheck the, the current newsletters. And it's getting, it's almost getting more flagrant. 
You know, I just went and checked. I, I clicked on the link I sent him over a year ago. He's still got the same video up on, on the uh, thing, promoting the same book. I'm just going to play you the start of it and do a little narration for you. This just infuriates me. Now, you, do you hear the, the priest speaking in Latin in the background? You don't see him yet, but you hear him. And it's a, pre, it's a Catholic priest, clearly Catholic priest, priest when you see the picture, with a crucifix in his hand, and then they pan to a crucifix, or a, a Catholic, because uh, the Catholic cross, you always know it because it has Jesus on the cross. Why? Because they're continually having to re-sacrifice him in their pagan white witchcraft pseudo-Christian religion. They have to re-continually re-sacrifice him on the cross in order to repay for their sins because it, they don't believe in it is finished in the Catholic religion. They believe we have to re-continually re-sacrifice him. And it's also through the abomination doctrine of transubstantiation where they believe they can change the literal, the, 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 um, the Catholic communion host and the wine into the literal body and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, the literal. And the priest has this magical power that he can do that. That's why they have Jesus Christ up on the cross uh, in, in these crucifixes, why that's just so incredibly unbiblical. So I'm just going to keep playing this tape. Where species barriers put in place by God There's Jesus on the cross. Here's the Catholic priest. A new creature. A re-engineered man is emerging. Transhumanism, which I agree with. about to enter is not fiction. But again, there's a lot I agree with on Raiders News Network. A lot about probably the best site on the internet regarding the subject of transhumanism. And the, the, the merging of man with machine and foreign DNA, animal DNA, most likely Nephilim DNA with Human DNA, the corrupting of the seed of mankind. There's hardly a better place you can go on the internet than Raiders News Network for this type of material. But but now we're getting this unbelievable leavening here. Uh, a friend called me, um, a real good friend called me last night and told me uh, that he had seen a commercial yesterday regarding, it was like, uh, I think the... Uh, Fighting Irish, the football team, and they had this really long commercial uh, at some point where this Catholic priest or theologian or whatever, some guy from Notre Dame came on, which is a Catholic college, and basically was explaining uh, how we need to merge, all as, all the religions need to merge as one and come into unity. And, and he called me up, he couldn't believe what he was seeing. And I mean, this is what the Catholic Church is going to be, have a lot to do with, the, the the melding, the bringing together of all world religions under one banner. And the Catholic Church, from a wealth and infrastructure standpoint, is the is probably by far the most set up to actually accomplish that. The one world religion of Antichrist is what we're dealing with, which will have as its backbone witchcraft. That will be the backbone of the coming one world religion. And so, this 
not-so-subtle promotion that I'm seeing from Raiders News Network of this Catholic theme over and over and over again is just truly disgusting and gut-wrenching. When I see this, 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 a lot of truth mingled with really rank heresy here, or the promotion of rank heresy. Astonishing technological developments, pushing the frontiers of humanity towards morphological transformation, promises to redefine what it means to be human. That's true. Governments, including the United States, are pouring hundreds of millions of dollars into the very genetic sciences that will redesign mankind's minds, memories, physical makeup, offspring, their very souls. I'm something different. Here's the Catholic priest again. Okay, so what you've got here is a Catholic priest praying in one of these abomination uh, churches that they have, and this um, whatever this Nephilim, uh, whatever the the thing that said I'm I'm something not human or whatever, uh, is racing in the woods, I believe, toward the Catholic Church. And what is being portrayed here is the Catholic priest is being portrayed as the. the main spiritual barrier, the main spiritual warrior against this evil that is being created in the laboratories across the world now. The Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of man. What was going on in Noah's day? The biggest thing. Well, the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair. They took them wives, all that they chose. And in those days were giants. It was this human hybrid, fallen angelic hybrid offspring this corruption of the seed of man, this corruption of the DNA. In this video, the way it's portrayed is that the Catholic priest, the Catholic Church, is the main barrier to this evil. And that's the exact opposite. They've already, the, the, the Catholic Church has already even stated that, that E.T., that he's our brother. And that they would actually be willing to baptize aliens. I'm not making this stuff up. I've, I've quoted the quotes that they've said. And that they might not... Uh, really need a savior because they wouldn't be held under the same um, uh, doctrine of, of sin that mankind is, is under. Something to that effect. So, it's truly disgusting when I see this. And, and it's it's not subtle. It's in your face. Now the the Catholic guy in here doesn't look like he's actually holding a crucifix. It might it, it might be one's kind of dark. It looks like a wooden little cross around his hand. But he's in a Catholic church. He's got a Catholic priest collar on. So maybe they didn't want to push the envelope that much with him actually holding a crucifix. But you saw the crucifix at the very beginning of the video, and now this wild crazed Nephilim creature is coming up to the church doors. And and I'm not. It's been a long time since I watched the video. We'll see what happens here. I'm on the edge of my seat. Here he comes. So, then it just goes to black. So we really don't know what happened. That, that guy wouldn't have any power against, against this Nephilim creature. He, he's not saved. He's not operating through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe he could use his white witchcraft powers to battle the Nephilim. I don't know. You know. But, going forward, comes a new 
Shocking non-fiction book the U.S. government does not want you to read. With nearly 35 years Crucifix again. inside the largest evangelical institution in the world, including executive-level positions with responsibilities such as exorcism, Thomas and Nita Horn's newest book, Forbidden Gates, How Genetics, Robotics, Artificial Intelligence, Synthetic Biology, Nanotechnology, and Human Enhancement herald the dawn of techno-dimensional spiritual warfare, will, for the first time, unveil the astonishing secrets quietly unfolding in laboratories around the world, where biology is being changed. And again, a lot of what you're going to read is good stuff. It's really some of the best stuff out there on transhumanism and these types of things. You just, you have to be really careful. I can remember reading one of his earlier books. I, I don't haven't read anything from him in a long time, but, and it was it was a fictional account. I forget even what it was. It was one of his, the main books. I think it was the Armenian Gate one, or I don't know, one of them. And I can remember there was there was Catholic characters in this fictionalized book, and they were portrayed in a very positive way. You know, a lot of people say, well, this guy's a Jesuit or that guy's a Jesuit. I'm sorry, but I mean, it, it seems as though if there were a candidate for somebody to be a Jesuit or like this closet Catholic, it seems that Tom Horn would really fill the bill or this organization. What other conclusion could I come to after the myriad of things that, that, that they put up there? And we're going we're gonna to quote for you a whole bunch of those. We're creatures made of human DNA. Beast DNA. And synthetic molecules are coming to life. How real is the danger? The highest think tank at the U.S. Pentagon, the Jasons, are afraid of them and see their creation as the next arms race. The Defense Advanced Research Project's Agency DARPA's 2011 budget includes millions of dollars for the development of them. Applications under study to make this nightmare reality are being funded by thousands of government and private research laboratories around the world. And in so doing, potentially bridge a gap between humans and unseen intelligence. A forbidden gate to an ancient malevolent force known in the Bible as demons. Coming this no- It's really not... Yeah, demons definitely play a factor, but what the, the, the actual creation of these hybrid creatures, you know, if they're going to be physical, they're not going to just be spiritual. Okay, yes, they're going to have uh, a demonic, um, it's like demons operating through them, but these are going to actually be physical beings that they're creating here. It's going to be more than just, I guess the point is, it's going to be more than just a demonic thing that you're dealing with here as far as just a spiritual thing. It's going to be both. Exclusively at www.survivormall.com. Get the explosive new- All right, so anyway, I mean, th- this guy's got more advertising than anybody I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he's trying to sell more books, more things, more, you know. I can imagine if I had something like that up on my website. I mean, it, all the stuff that he's got to try to make money is unbelievable. Anyway, that aside, you heard that for yourself. You can click on the link on the on this PDF if, if you want to go see it for yourself. Uh, now, I'm going to get in some... He, here's some other articles from Tom, Tom Horn's website that I've just been slowly compiling over the months. Just kind of... Usually, you, you see about one... Maybe, maybe not even one in a given newsletter, but there'll be one usually. 
that you can get into. A lot of times I, I miss them on a weekly basis. I might miss one totally. I just don't have time to look at it because there's so many news articles. And um, I've kind of been really kind of keeping my eye out for this because it's been getting more and more flagrant as it goes along. So here's the first one. Uh, here was one he posted, and it was called Dealing with the Devil. I give you the link here to the actual original link. Now, this is on his website. It's not to his site, but it was a link he posted on his site with no warnings at all. Okay? And it starts out by saying, Although cases of demonic possession have been recorded for centuries, Christopher Hazeman's case was something special. According to the available information, Johann Christoph Hazeman was born in Bavaria in 1651. After the death of his father, the destitute painter reportedly entered into a pact with the devil. In 1668, which involved nine years of service to Satan, Hazeman actually claimed to have made two packs, the first pack being written in ink, and the second pack was written in blood a year later. While living in Austria, Hazeman began experiencing terrible seizures on, the ni- on August 19, 1677. The seizures took place in a church uh, and caused Hazeman to be seized by heavy convulsions and thus brought to confession to confess his bondage. So supposedly, he was in this church in uh, 1677, August 19th, went into all these convulsions, and this brought him to confess why he was in bondage, because he knew. After telling priests, so it's a Catholic church here, after telling priests about his pact with Satan, he went on a pilgrimage to a monastery in Marizel, Austria, to end his deal. Marzell Basilica is still the most important pilgrimage site for Catholics in Austria and is known for its stunning architecture and religious icons. Can you imagine if, if I posted a link to this and was promoting this on my site? Or, or, I mean, it's unbelievable. It must have been a natural choice for someone like Hazeman who wanted to rid himself of a demon. Oh, in other words, it, it's, that's, if, if you want to get rid of your demons, just go see a Catholic priest. Somebody who's full of demons, somebody who's not even saved, but he's going to help you get rid of all your demons. Yeah, right. So, it must have been a natural choice for Hazeman. And again, what kind of signal is that sending to your readers who wanted to rid himself of a demon? After a round of exorcisms, Hazeman found himself free of the devil's influence. Hey, exorcism by Catholic priests work, right? Works great. It's like that Bible verse of Satan cast out Satan. A kingdom divided against itself cannot, you know, cannot stand. I believe what a lot of times may happen is if one demon goes, two demons may come in and they may, they say nothing for a while. They lay low. Or if one or two demons go, there's still a whole bunch left. Or new demons come in to replace the old ones. And maybe they're not so... Maybe they don't manifest like the other demons. A lot of demons are more subtle than others. So, I do not believe you go to a Catholic priest and you come out of there, oh, I've been, I've been delivered by all the devils. It's a satanic institution, void of the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. How can it be used to do this wonderful good that supposedly is claimed here? I don't, you know, I don't see any Bible for it at all. It's a lie. It's a subtle lie to get people indoctrinated into this garbage and believing that the Catholic Church is the one true mother church, which it is not. It is an abomination from the pit of hell that has more blood on its hands from all the martyrs they've slaughtered, just going back, you know, dark ages and then before that, 
millions and millions and millions of people they have slaughtered. And a lot of them, a ton of them, were born-again Bible-believing Christians that would not deny the Lord Jesus Christ, essentially. And they were martyred by this wonderful Catholic institution for the, for the stand that they took. Then you have the wonderful pedophile priesthood that has existed for hundreds and hundreds of years, ever since it, it literally started, and continues to go pretty much unabated to today. And then your works-based religion. Keep the seven sacraments, you know. Maybe you'll not have to serve as much time in purgatory. It's all garbage. It's all works-based religion garbage. You cannot work your way into heaven. For you're saved by grace through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're confused about that issue, uh, go up to my website at contendingfortruth.com. There's a tab at the top that says True Salvation. Just listen to the audios in the order they're listed, and we'll explain it all out to you. So, let's go further here. So it must have been a natural choice for someone like Haysman who wanted to rid himself of a demon. After a round of exorcisms, Haman found himself free of the devil's influence, and the blood pack was miraculously uh, returned to him. Whatever that means. Unfortunately, the seizures began again after Haysman left the monastery to live with his sister in Vienna, which is where they make Vienna sausages. Just kidding, teasing. Anyway, uh, after the seizures worsened, along with the convulsions, hallucinations of uh, along with the convulsions, hallucinations of Christ and Virgin Mary. So in other words, he was having hallucinations of Christ and the Virgin Mary. Oh, a lot of Catholics have that. Well, sure, because they're adopting those demons that are deceiving them. Okay? This isn't the Christ of the Bible. Okay? This is a false Christ. The whole Virgin Mary of the Catholic Church is pointing people to her. She says, I am... I mean, I'm quoting from the apparitions that have been officially sanctioned by the Catholic Church. I am the co-redemptrix. In other words, you got to get saved through me and Jesus. Not just through Jesus anymore. you got to go through me in order to get to Jesus. Because he's my son, and I know how to placate him. I know how to calm him down. Which is what the Baltimore Catechism teaches. It's, it's just pagan lies and garbage. So, going further. Uh, here we go. After the seizures worsened, along with the convulsions, hallucinations of Christ in the Virgin Mary, and paralysis in the legs, Hazeman confessed that he had had a previous contract with Satan. A second pilgrimage to the monastery in May of 1678 led to more exorcisms, until the other contract with Satan was broken as well. Oh, man. I'm really glad the Catholic Church was there to help him out. Inspired by his rescue from the devil's influence, Christopher Hazeman became a Brother Hospitaller, whatever that is, and under his new name of Brother Christoliumus, he devoted himself to religious works, including artwork, until his death on May, March 14th, 1700. Oh good, well I'm glad he did something good with his life once he supposedly got delivered. He devoted himself to this wicked, disgusting uh false religion called the Catholic Church that's just taking people to hell by the millions and billions over the years. So yeah, he really got saved and did a work for Christ after that. He just went from one deception to another. 
is all he was. He just had he had some more he had some demons in him that were a little more ornery at the beginning. Supposedly might have got delivered them, and they probably got replaced with Catholic demons. So so much so that he devoted himself to um, the Catholicism afterward and became a brother hospitaller. Wow, what a title! So. The Brothers Hospitaller of St. John of God are a Roman Catholic order founded in 1572. They are also commonly known as the Phaeton Benda Fratali, meaning the do-good brothers. See, they go around earning their way into hell. I mean, oh sorry, they think heaven, but it's hell. They're the do-good brothers. They do good for Catholicism. It's like the Shriners that go around and say, oh, we're... We have a burn hospital, and we do, and, they, and they, inwardly they're just ravening wolves, and they do all manner of wickedness and evil. And their organization is based on Baphomet, the goat of Mendez, Satan. It's disgusting, and this is what you know. This is what happened to him. Now, if you were to read that article that you would have accessed off Tom Horn's site, you would think, "Man, I think I, I got some demonic problems. I guess I guess I need to go to the Catholic Church." What other conclusion would you come to? I mean, this is obviously total Catholic garbage propaganda. You know, this is supposedly the way it all turned out. The real story, we, we don't know. And even if this was the way it supposedly turned out, look at where he devoted his life to, Catholicism. And this is the, this is the reason why I've got to do this study, because, I mean, this is causing your brother to stumble. I mean, if you have a born-again Christian that goes up to the site and he starts reading these articles, and it's like one after another after another, and all this subtle promotion, not-so-subtle promotion of Catholicism, you're going to start at some point, if you believe Raiders News Network is a um, a godly type of website, you're going to start buying into this stuff. And th- again, this is going to have a lot to do with the, particularly the um, Christian denominations in the world coming underneath the banner of the Catholic Church a lot of it's going to be due to the line signs and wonders that take place within the Catholic Church and all the apparitions and all the signs and line wonders the Bible says that a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign and that's what Catholics many many times go after they want another sign, show us a sign because we don't we don't want to Faith is something we don't need. We want a sign. We want something that we can look at or, or see with our own eyes or touch or feel. We don't really believe the Bible. We need something more. And that's what happens if you're constantly seeking after a sign. You're going to get led astray. Satan will show you a sign. God's not the heavenly bellhop. He has to just turn up and perform some little parlor trick for you. You've got the word of God. You know, the King James Bible in the English speaking language. That's what. That's all we really need. The word of God. So, and I'm not saying God can't show you a sign or God can't speak to you in other ways, but when you start relying on other ways outside of the Bible uh, as a primary means to supposedly uh, get your information or or for the direction in your life, you're going to get led astray every time. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So that's how, that's the light we want to use. Not some sign or wonder or whatever like that, which is what Catholics are obsessed with. Here's another article off his site. 
and it's entitled, When Islam Abandoned Reason. In his new book, The Closing of the Muslim Mind, How Intellectual Suicide Created the Modernist, the Modern Islamist Crisis, Robert R. Riley traces the problem back to a thousand-year-old theological debate over reason and the nature of God. Who wrote it? Inside Catholic editor Brian St. Paul spoke to him. So again, we have a total, we have a totally Catholic source being cited here in an article that Raiders News Network slash Tom Horn is promoting. Here's another article. Now this is just something they've, they've really, really been hammering lately. Just hammering over and over. This new investigative series by Tom Horn. Part one is, in, is entitled, What Secrets Lie Within the Holy See? Meaning like the Vatican. That's, that's, that's what the Catholics call like the Vatican. The Holy See. should be called the Unholy Abomination. That's the actual proper name for it. Okay, but they call it the Holy See. I can't even hardly stand to say it. Why would he use that term in the main part one of his article if he wasn't promoting the Catholic Church? He's already promoting it. I've already done enough. I could end the study right here. And and, call, and, and I'm not saying I've given you... A, uh, if that was the only thing he'd ever done... But it'd be, pretty, it'd be a lot, it'd be enough to say, hey Tom, what's going on here? This is not good. Okay, this, this investigative series by Tom Horn leading up to this book that he's promoting is What Secrets Lie Within the Holy See. What an abomination of a title that is. It's not the Holy See, it's the unholy abomination. And then, part four of this investigation. I'm skipping ahead to part four. The new investigative series by Tom Horn. The Spirit of Nosferatu and the Children of the Damned. Okay. Here's how this article starts out for part four. This week, some 300 Catholic exorcists flocked to Poland. That's the first sentence. Flocked to Poland for a week-long Congress to examine the current fashion fashion for vampirism the world over, and the apparent connection between this fascination and a surge in demonic possession. Isn't You've got ministers of Satan, wolves in sheep's clothing, who are the Catholic priesthood. Okay, the Catholic pedophile priesthood. Sorry, I wasn't proper enough there. And here they come, and they gather 300 exorcists. The unsaved exorcists come together in Poland for a week-long Congress to examine the current fashion for vampirism the world over and the apparent connection with this fascination in the surge of demonic possession. You've got essentially occultists coming together, because that's what I would refer to them as, to study evil. (laughs) Seems appropriate. The need for such a Congress illustrates how so much of the world is experiencing what would have seemed impossible just 50 years ago an explosion of ancient occultism and wicked fascination with all things paranormal by today's spiritually abandoned public. Um, Now, did you hear anything in there where they were exposing the Catholic Church? Have you heard anything in this not-so-subtle promotion by Raiders News Network condemning the Catholic Church, condemning it as a works-based pseudo death cult, essentially. 
Because that's what it is. And I've done so many studies on Catholicism exposing it from so many different angles, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Just key in Catholicism in the search bar at contendingfortruth.com. No, he's not condemning. He's promoting. Again. Part one, the title, What Secrets Lie Within the Holy See? Part four, the first, the first sentence, this week some 300 Catholic exorcists flocked to Poland. As though... It's always promoting these Catholic exorcists. It's as though this is the way we do spiritual battle. They're the ones that have the real power. If we want to call in the big guns, we always call in the Catholic exorcists. What an abomination. Now, if we click on the link in the first sentence of the article that Tom Horn has on his website, which says 300 Catholic exorcists flock to Poland. If we click on that link... I'm going to tell. I'm going to show you, and well, you, you'd have to click on the PDF for this study for uh, September 18th, 2011. You'd have to click on that link, and you would start reading. Uh, Exorcists meet in Poland to tackle vampires, and it shows this picture of this Catholic priest with this uh, graven image of Jesus Christ in the background, the statue of Jesus Christ, and the Bible says that the Godhead is not like that of gold and silver or of graven art. It says that in the New Testament. We're not supposed to be making these images of angels and Jesus and all these other things. There's no Bible for it. Because God knew that if we were to do such things, we would have a tendency to want to bow down and worship them. We don't even know what Jesus Christ looks like. The, the images of Jesus that we see all the time are images given to us by the Catholic Church, started primarily through Michelangelo. That's not what Jesus Christ looks like. It says there, the Bible says there was no beauty in him that we would desire him. I don't think Jesus Christ was a really good looking guy. He wasn't like this Adonis that you see in all these pictures. But you know who that does look like? It looks like the coming false ascended master. Master Jesus. Or Sananda Manuel, who's one of the ascended masters that's good buddies with Maitreya. That supposedly they're saying that Jesus is going to be the very one that guess what? He's going to be the one they're planning on assuming the role of leader of the Catholic Church. He's going to be the one in charge of uniting all the Christian-based religions into one, and then ultimately all the religions are going to come underneath that mantle. I've done a whole study on this. Just key in Master Jesus in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. You need to know that information. When he shows up, just because he shows up and looks like Jesus, people are going to fall for a hook, line, and sinker. They're going to be like, well, that's all I need to know. I don't care what the Bible says. It looks just like that guy on the picture on my wall. Or that statue that I got out front. Can you see how that's going to be such a uniting factor for Catholics and Christians? Because you see that picture of Jesus in Baptist Church, Lutheran, Methodist, and Catholics. Can you see how that is going to be such a uniting factor? All it is is a satanic parlor trick. He's going to look just like that picture. I'm telling you, that one that one little thing I just mentioned, there's going to be so many destroyed for lack of knowledge. And I do believe that this is part of the strong delusion that is mentioned in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. He's going to send them strong delusion. This is part of the strong delusion I'm talking about. Pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this world and to stand before the Son of Man. 
received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And for this cause, God's going to send them the strong delusion. They, they received not the love of the truth. They believed not the truth. What truth you believe is really important. Do you love the truth? Or does, is the truth offensive to you? Most people, the truth is offensive to them. They believe not the truth. They received not the love of the truth as well. They, they, they didn't do either. Having love for truth is really important. And what I just told you there, just with the, just with the Jesus image alone, that one's going to get so many people, that's going to get millions. Just that one alone. Because these are people that probably hardly ever even crack their Bible. At all. In their whole lives, a lot of them. And all they're going to have to see is some lying sign or wonder. That's all what it's going to pull down to. And they're going to be, they're going to be like, where do I sign up? I'm in hook, line, and sinker. So, here we go with this article. And it says, now this is the link that you click on from Tom Horn's website. takes you to this website, okay, which is, again, promoting Catholicism. Um... It's www.france24.com. This was a this was a news report, evidently in this French paper. It says this week. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. You click on the link, and it says this: Exorcists meet in Poland, tackle vampires. And it shows a whole bunch of priests with uh, football suits. They got uh, helmets and shoulder pads, and they're actually out on the football field tackling vampires. It's crazy. No, just kidding. Sorry, I just made that up. Anyway, um, yeah, it says exorcists meet in Poland to tackle vampires. My daughter's giving me the look. <laughs> I have to interject some humor into this stuff. I mean, because it's just crazy. Father Rufus Piera, and this is the this is the guy that you're seeing in this picture. Roman Catholic priest and exorcist appointed by Pope John Paul. I mean, if he has that stamp of approval, you know, I'm all in. Anyway, um, he was appointed by Pope John Paul II. He preaches uh, in 2009. Vampires, the devil's deceit, and mental illness are among the hot topics for the 300 exorcists who flocked to Poland this week from as far away as Africa and India for a week-long Congress. Now, again, Tom Horn's been promoting this 300 exorcist meeting in so many different ways. It's it's just unbelievable. Because he's promoted this way more than once. And then... It said, held in Poland's Roman Catholic Jasna Gora Monastery, home to the venerated Black Madonna icon, one of my favorites, you know, the Black Madonna icon, this year's Congress, quote, examines the current fashion for vampirism in Europe and world over, schizophrenia and other mental disorders, as well as the devil's deceit during exorcism. According to the monastery's radio station, the Jasnagora Monastery, venerated black Madonna icon, is believed by many Poles, po- Polish people, to work miracles. Well, of course. Of course, you know, they got that demonically charged black Madonna. Go there and get your, you know, bro cream miracle. And then it says, legend has it that it was painted by the Apostle St. Luke. Right. He yeah, had nothing to do with any of this garbage. Uh, the Apostle St. Luke on the tabletop from the home of the Holy Family. Well, more lies from the pit of hell there. According to the Jasnagor website, records suggest the icon arrived in Poland during the 14th century. Okay, now, did you see anything in there condemning Catholicism or exposing it for the devil religion that it is? No, no, you will not see that. 
on this Raiders News Network, on Tom Horn's site. You won't see it. It's promotion, not condemnation. Here's the next article. Uh, let me see here. Okay. Next article. Now, you know, again, they're just obsessed with, with making money. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's entitled, Why is Raiders News Network giving away the bank? The most important work we have ever published. Everything's the most important work they've ever published. I mean, I've been getting emails from them all the time, like, oh, this new book, if you get it, you're going to get $119 in free books. It looks like a pretty good deal. But you know what? I don't really want anything from your ministry anymore. I mean, I'll pick and choose and glean some of the articles you have, but I'm not, I'm not going to be um, you know, ordering your materials anymore. A lot of it's just rehashing the stuff that's been rehashed a hundred other different ways. Why do we always have to have some book that we always turn to in Christianity to give us the truth? You know what? There's enough information up on the internet regarding breaking current events to pretty much keep you busy all the time. And, and what it ends up doing is taking away your time from the Word of God most of the time. I'm not a big book reader. I don't have time to. I read the Word of God. I, that's about really the, about one of the only books I read. Uh, it's probably the only book I've been reading currently. I just, you know, there's so many other distractions out there. And it's like, you go into these Christian bookstores, and you've got this myriad of these apostate, lukewarm books lining the shelves. Gotta have it, though. Gotta have it. No, you don't. You really don't. I'm not saying all books are bad. I'm not saying you should never read a book, but... I mean, man, there's so much out there. And, and again, it's just one book after another after another with so many of these ministries. You know, you got to have this, this, and that. Okay, yeah, if you're really not up to speed and you really want to know about a specific subject, I'm not going to tell you not to read a book, but if that becomes your primary focus and you get your eyes off the Lord Jesus Christ and off the Word of God, then it's going to become a problem. Guaranteed. So, this one's titled, Why is Raiders News Network giving away the bank? The most important work we've ever published. And again, you know how it starts out? Recently, some 300 exorcists flocked to Poland for a week-long Congress to examine the current fashion for vampirism the world over and the apparent connection between the fascination and the surge in demonic possession. Again, no condemnation of the Catholic Church, promotion of it. And again, what do they focus on? The 300 exorcists that flocked to Poland. And then it has the book that they're promoting here, the main book, the newest flavor of the day. I mean, I'm telling you, Tom Horn looks like a vampire in, on, top, on the cover, but it's a book called God's Ghostbusters. And I'm looking here at the title, and it's Tom Horn, Nita Horn, Gary Bates, Chuck Missler, who I've done a whole study exposing, Jeff Patty, Gary Stearman, who we're going to be talking a lot more about today, Fred something, Russ Dizdard, Donna Howell, Derek Gilbert, Shannon Gilbert, Michael Hoggard, Noah Hutchings. I don't. I don't know what Michael Hoggard's thinking. Being in this book, you know, I'm sorry, but I don't see that he can't see what I'm seeing. It's just getting more and more flagrant. Uh, Noah Hutchings, Terry James, John McInturn, I think, and Douglas Woodward. I really. I, I'm not going to order this book, but I really wonder. There's got to be promotion of Catholicism in here. Why would, every time I, I turn around now, all he's talking about is this 300 exorcists that flocked to Poland. What secrets lie within the Holy See? What do you think, ultimately, they're going to be pointing to? 
I got a feeling they're going to be pointing to these Catholic exorcists to get the real solution on how we actually do spiritual battle. I think it's subtle. I think it's coming in a little bit at a time. But to me, it's not so subtle. To me, it's like in your face. To the point now where I have to actually do a study on this. Because I just can't sit back anymore on this one anymore. I've seen... I've held off and held off doing this dedicated study because I didn't want to supposedly accuse a brethren, you know, without enough information. I've already wrote the guy. He was on my email list for years. He knows how I, where I stand. He didn't answer me back. So what other choice do I've got? From a, from a biblical standpoint, you know, an heretic after the first and second admonition reject. That's what the Bible says. Here's another Tom Horn promoted article on Raiders News Network. Pope recalls 911, condemns violence in God's name. Oh good, I'm so glad that we're going to go to the moral barometer and compass on the planet, the Pope, at the head of one of the most wicked, most abominable, sickening religions on the planet. And we're going to go to him for our morality lesson. Pope recalls 9-11, condemns violence in God's name. Pope Benedict on Saturday condemned violence in God's name, but said that 10 years after the September 11 attacks, the world still had much to do to address the grievances that can give rise to acts of terrorism. What about the acts of terrorism committed in the Catholic Church by all the pedophile priesthood, the army of pedophile priests that go around and molest little girls and little boys? What, what about them? What about And how you hide them and you move them around from from uh, church to church to church to, to hide them in all of their sex crimes. What about that abomination? What a stench in God's nostrils. Once again, it must be, and here's the Pope talking, once again it must be unequivocally stated that no circumstances can ever justify acts of terrorism. What about acts of pedophilia? He, and again, I'm only, I'm only scratching the surface here. On their crimes. He said in a letter to New York's Archbishop Timothy Dolan, who is the head of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, recalling what he called the, quote, brutal assault on the United States. The Pope said, quote, the tragedy of that day is compounded by the perpetuators claimed to be acting in God's name. Which is a total lie from the pit of hell because 9-11 was totally an inside job. And if you, de- if you deny that, just go key in loose change 9-11 on YouTube and refute that video. Do, uh, do the final cut. I mean, that's just one of the many, many, many videos up there totally debunking the whole official 9-11 story. Anything that, that the government's going to come out with like that, you just have to assume it's a lie. By the satanically controlled Illuminati media. Here's another one that he put out, okay? An open letter to Christian leaders. So Tom Horn's going to take a stand here. Uh, Time running out to influence the debate on transhumanism. September 14, 2010. By Tom R. Horn, RaidersNewsNetwork.com. And supposedly he sent this, you know, again, I write him, and I'm like, what are you doing this for? I get ignored. But now he's going to go out and, 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 and straighten everybody out, okay? Dear Pastor and Christian Leader, Brent Waters, Director of Jerry L. and the Mary Jo Stead Fund for Ethics and Values, has written, quote, If Christians are to help the shape of contemporary culture, particularly in a setting in which the fear, in which I fear the post-human message will prove attractive, if not seductive, then they must offer an alternative and compelling vision, a counter-theological discourse, so to speak. 
although the Vatican, here we go, with Tom Horn in, in promoting the Catholic Church, although the Vatican in 2008 issued a limited set of instructions on bioethics, primarily dealing with in vitro fertilization and stem, stem cell research. Oh, okay, so that's the gold standard, what the Vatican does. Why would we even quote that disgusting institution? But he's quoting them as, as like, you know, the gold standard here. And the, he even gives the name of this uh, limited set of instructions on bioethics from the Vatican. It's called Dignitas Personae, or the Dignity of the Person. And he even gives a link to the PDF for, for, that the Vatican put out. He's promoting the Catholic religion clearly. He's pointing people to it clearly. There's no doubt. There's no debate. And then it says, um, I'm just going to skip ahead. Although the Vatican in 2008 issued a limited set of instructions on bioethics, again, primarily dealing with in vitro fertilization and stem cell research, and a handful of Christian scientists, policymakers, and conservative academics have hinted in a public commentary on the need for a broader manifesto-like document on the subject, the church as an institution has failed at any concerted effort to focus on the genetics revolution. What is he doing there not so subtly? He's equating the Vatican, Catholicism, with the church. The true church of God. Who I would assume, if you question him, he would say is the born-again Christian believers. If you read that first paragraph in totality, he is acclaiming inferring that the Catholic Church is part of this institution called the Church. The Church as an institution has failed at any concerted effort. I mean, the Vatican did this, in other words, and which is a good thing. They did this instructions on bioethics, dealing with in vitro fertilization and stem cell research. It was called The Dignity of the Person. He gives you a PDF link to it. But other than that, the Church as an institution has failed. So, the Catholics have done a good job, in other words. That's, that's the not-so-subtle message. And the Catholics, which are part of the church, the true church, have done a good job. But the church as an institution has failed in any concerted effort. But, you know, thank God for the Catholics. Thank God for the Vatican. They put that out. I mean, that's what I get when I read that first paragraph. I think it's clear. Now, let's go further. While the Vatican's Digitanus Personae, he goes back to it again, likewise failed to provide instructions on the greater issue of biological enhancement. Its positional paper did provide an important bird's-eye view on the clash developing between traditional morality and the contradictory adoption of the transhumanist philosophy by Christian apologists. He does it again. He does it again. He equates this Vatican's Digitanus Personae, this paper that they put out, he says, while it failed in one thing, it did provide an important bird's eye view. So in other words, he's still endorsing it. Eh, It didn't do this one thing, but it did give us a bird's eye view on the clash between developing traditional morality and the contradictory adoption of transhumanist philosophy by Christian apologists. So he's equating the Vatican's this document the Vatican put out with Christian 
apologists. They're all one because, hey, the Catholics are Christian just like we are. This guy's not a Jesuit. I don't know who is. A lot of people are saying this guy's a Jesuit. This guy, if I don't really go around, you know, doing a lot of that. Like there's some ministries just devoted to to ferreting out closet Jesuits. Jesuits. I can't. I mean, this is so flagrant. What he's putting out anymore. I mean, if you were go to go in a court of law, and if a, and if, and if a judge or a jury had any sense of discernment at all, I don't see how you could come to any other conclusion than what he's clearly stating. All I'm doing is presenting the obvious. All I'm doing is rehashing what he's already put out on his own website unapologetically. He hasn't made any attempt to take any of this stuff down. He's stated it, stood behind it, and not apologized for it. Therefore, what other conclusion that I come to? That he's closet Catholic or some kind of Jesuit, whatever they call him, Jesuit coadjutors or whatever. I don't know. But, you know, it, it sure isn't uh, um, giving me any confidence in him being a born-again, Bible-believing Christian at all. Why, if the Holy Spirit lived within him or within this organization of Raiders News Network, are we getting this unbelievable promotion and stamp of approval of Catholicism over and over and over? This is unbelievable. Uh, so... The Christian apologists who likewise have begun to question what it means to be human and whose competing moral vision could ultimately shape the future of the society. Immediately following the release of the Digitanus Personae, Catholic scientist, here we go again, promoting Catholicism, Catholic scientist William B. Neves, in an essay for the National Catholic Reporter, reflected the new biblical exegesis. Now, this is a letter he put out to all these pastors. And ministers, Tom Horn did, this emergency letter to supposedly get our eyes um, on the problem of transhumanism, which it is a huge problem, and it's true. The church is not addressing it. They're not educating their, their, um, uh, their parishioners about this at all. And I agree that, yes, we should be educated about this, and we should understand, if nothing more than to pray against it. But this isn't, this isn't doing that. This is pointing you to the Catholic Church. This is saying the Catholic Church are the ones that are really on top of this. The Catholic Church are the ones that really are, you know, they're, they're really moving in the right direction. They're taking action. We need to be more like the Catholics. They're part of the church, after all. And the church as a whole needs to become more like them. That's the message I'm getting loud and clear as I read this. Then it goes on to say, Christian leaders are either asleep at the wheel or actively engaged in ideological warfare. For the mind of the generation whose members today are desperately seeking reasons to believe. Despite everything, we are being told that the church remains relevant. Uh, to fail this responsibility will be to abdicate the frightening transhuman vision of the future, such as was predicted by apostate, I threw that one in, theologian and Christian apologist C.S. Lewis. Ah, another devil I've exposed in times past. And I even give you the link to um, the teaching I did on him, if you think he's a great guy. And it's called C.S. Lewis in His Own Words. I've also done one on him and Tolkien and the Inklings and, and those guys. And uh, these were nothing more than closet, high-level occultists. Not, not garden variety, high-level C.S. Lewis. And, I, you know, all I do is quote from his own works. He's his own worst enemy. 
is is really what Tom Horn's turning into. He's his own worst enemy, in a way, because he's right out there admitting to it, essentially. Other than saying, I am a proud Catholic, he's done everything just about but short of that. He's pointed in so many articles toward the Catholic Church, using them like they're the gold standard. And they're anything but that. So here he, here he points to a theologian and Christian apologist, C.S. Lewis, in, uh, in his work, The Abolition of Man. Lewis foresaw the day when the transhumanist and scientific reasoning would win out permanently undoing mankind through altering the species, ultimately rendering homo sapiens to utilitarian products. Lewis, again, another promotion of a devil, foresaw the progressive abandonment of what we would call moral law based on Christian values, giving way to the dead hand of the great planners and conditioners who would decide what men should biologically become. It's this subtle stuff. I mean, it's actually it doesn't seem subtle to me. But somebody that's not really aware of a lot of these issues, they would think this and they would think, wow, C.S. Lewis is a good guy and the Catholic Church is really coming around. Yeah. Well, the Bible says if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Catholic Church was a corrupt, evil, satanic organization from its very inception in 318 A.D. and they still are today. You can't take a wicked tree and produce good fruit with it. You can't do it. And if you want to know more about some of the studies I've done exposing the Catholic Church, I give you all the links here. It'll be on page, uh, about page four. The Catholic Church takeover, Catholic, Catholic doctrines of devils, Catholic priests, pedophiles. These are just three studies I've done. I've done many more. And then I also give you the two uh, parts one and two on the uh, C.S. Lewis and his own words, part one and two. Just quote from his own works. Okay, so that's all I'm going to say about Tom Horn. Uh, I know there's probably a whole lot more I could have went into on other issues. But that one, I cannot let, I just can't ignore it anymore. Not to say I've ignored it in the past, but it has to be stated because I really see that when a lot of these things start to go down in the end times and a lot of this deception starts to break, that if you're not educated on a lot of these different issues, you're not going to have a clue what's going on. You're going to become very confused because a lot of people that you may have looked up to at one time or another are going to be pointing you in the wrong direction. That's why the Bible says, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the Lord. You, you don't want to be in that situation. And there's going to be a lot of people really, really confused uh, when a lot of these things start to go down, and the devil is going to be right in the midst of that deception. I'm going to go ahead and end part one here, and we're going to go to part two regarding Gary Stearman next.